Hey everybody, it's Kat, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Backstory Sessions. And I'm joined today, of course, by my co-host, Matt. Hi everyone, how are you? Well, it's um, great to be here because this is episode 17. So um, that's pretty impressive, I think. 17, yes, I remember being 17. <laughs> wow, you have a great memory. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little cloudy, but. <laughs> you know, I say every episode is, uh, you know, a great episode, and uh, 17 really is like moving right along. I mean, it's pretty close to 20, and. Uh... Well, I mean, you're not going to get on here and say, well, we have a really crappy episode for you, but, you know, <laughs> maybe you'll listen, maybe you won't. <laughs> I say that after everyone, Matt cuts it out, but, you know, <laughs> that's just like a little insider info there. Right, oh, this episode <laughs> sucked. <laughs> now, I don't say that on the ones we have guests, because all the ones we have guests have been great, so, yep. just to clarify so their feelings aren't hurt. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, this is episode 17, it's going to be about setting goals and achieving goals and all kinds of things like that. Uh, the episode we had last week, I, I think, leads really well into talking about this with the, you know, the 92-year-old lady, Opal um, Kai. Fanny Opal. Her, yeah, or Opal Granny. Opal Granny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so she, you know, she uh, got her college degree, and uh, that's, that's amazing at 92. So um, we're just continuing a little bit today, and along those lines of goal setting so um you know we've had a lot of stuff going on and the book love and jello is still out uh doing very well on amazon and um i'd have to say pretty pleased with uh the comments that i've been hearing about it yeah me too uh, it's been interesting for sure and so our backstory actually comes from love and jello of um how oh, we got Wait, wait, before we get into that, let's uh, talk about some of the other stuff that we're doing and sort of give an update on that because it's been a few weeks, I think. Sure. Um, where, where would you like to begin? Uh, let's start with, uh, well, I don't know, KTA. Yes, KTA finalists on the top five have, um, have been notified and will be released on Monday. Um, for the full length, and um, we now know the top three will be released on Monday of the 10-minute plays. So um, November 14th has been confirmed now, uh, so that's great, um, that that will be the uh, awards and the readings will take place of the, the finalists and the winners will be announced on November 14th. So we definitely will post something about that on our Facebook group page. And uh, that's going to be really exciting. And can you say who the top five are? Um, I could, but, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but I'm not going to because, you know, the element of surprise will be better on Monday. Hmm. And uh, those will be released on Monday. So, so just, just just so our listeners know, I, I did enter that contest. So uh, I'm hopeful that uh, 
the play made the top five. Uh, yes, so you did enter that contest, and, um, you know, I'd love to be able to confirm any information that you share, but... Um, <laughs> well, I didn't know. say my play made the top five. I said I hope it makes the top five. I know, and I'm just saying, you know, um, I'd love to be able to, like, confirm that or <laughs> deny it, but, um, you know, I just uh, just can't do it at this point. All right, well... I tried. Thought maybe <laughs> I could get a scoop here. But... I know. You're trying hard, too. I give you credit. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, so KTA is coming up pretty soon. Um, have we heard anything from that Owensboro thing? What, what is... um, I, I have not heard how that is going. So, um, you know, I just assume that they're still in the process of filming and that, um, you know, we'll here soon um so i can't wait for that yeah Let's so see. so uh for the uninformed our uh one of our plays uh saturday night special was picked by the uh, i don't remember the name of it can you fill me in on that yeah so this is the um owensburg theater workshop okay so it was picked by them to be performed uh i guess the you know more about this contest than I do, but it's sort of a big deal. Yeah, it's a summer it was was scheduled to be a summer shorts, but you know, with COVID, um, that kind of pushed summer into probably winter at this point. Yeah, it is winter now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, it could be spring. <laughs> uh, it's definitely not spring today. Today is no. like soup weather, and uh, in fact, I had soup for dinner. So. Oh, bone broth soup? No, no, I had a big bowl. I, you know, I totally forgot about that. I should have, I should have had the bone broth that you gave me. But uh, yes, I had a big bowl of uh, chicken corn chowder. Oh, that sounds good too. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong with soup on a day like today. Yeah, it was good. Uh, so anyway, we're, uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, Owens... so we have, yeah, we have Owensboro and uh, we will definitely update when we know that date. Yeah, I've been looking forward to seeing what they do with that play. It should be yeah. pretty interesting. Yes, plays from all over the world. Um, yeah. And 12 are showcased, so we're really lucky there. Okay, uh, what else do we have? Let's see, podcasts, uh, episode 17, which is this one, and, uh, uh, uh virtually unstoppable contest is underway. We have, oh, yes. um, people, people that have joined the Facebook group, um, which virtually unstoppable, you'll be able to search for it, and, uh, it's an open group. You can go there and actually get the entry form and the script are both posted on the group page. Ooh, so, I mean, so anyone can get the script? Yes, um, anyone can come there and get the script. Now, you do have to be a high school student in, or in the U.S. in order to enter the contest, but certainly we encourage anyone that would like to read the script and maybe pass it along to some high school students. We encourage that, of course. So pretty much anyone can go and say, I want to read this. And, uh, uh, 
Yes, it's a PDF. So as long as you have um, Acrobat or something to open the PDF with, uh, you will be able to do that. Now, if you run into any kind of technical issues, you can always message or there's also information on email. And we'd be happy to send you a script in Word or some other form if you're having difficulties. Okay, so uh, yeah, you can go and check that out if you want, if you want to see what Unstoppable is all about. Uh, you know, it'll be um, available for that. And tell them what the contest is about. Yeah, so you can win, start with the, you know, really great news, you can win $500. So, um, you know, that's a pretty big prize, I think, especially for the first, this is the first, we, what we hope will be, first annual contest so um you know you can uh, it ends in uh, i think it's december 4th that you have to have your entry in but you're basically going to choose a monologue or a cutting a short cutting that could be a scene with more than one actor uh you're going to perform that send us a videotape of that plus we give two options for questions that you can answer uh, one is, how are you unstoppable? And the other is, you know, why you chose the monologue or scene that you did. And so you just video your answer along with your performance. Um, send that link to us. And, um, you know, it's, it's five minutes or less. So, um, it's, uh, you know, that's pretty good money. $500, five minutes. Yeah, good can, money. I, can I enter? Sure, sure. <laughs> you can't, you can't win, but oh. you can enter. <laughs> I wonder if I'd be any good. <laughs> oh, you'd be great. Um, so you know, it's 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 the story of Matt's life, um, and you'll learn lots about him, lots more about him if you don't really know him that well, uh, as you read through the script. So um, we encourage everyone to do that, and, and I'm excited that we have. You know, students that have already joined the group and some teachers as well. Cool. So, um, you know, so everybody, listeners, pass this information along, and uh, you can uh, you can be homeschooled, you can be a private school, public school. You know, it doesn't really matter which type of high school that uh, you're attending. Um, so, we're just looking for everybody. Basically, we want as many people as we can. Um, to tell us about being unstoppable because it's been a hard year, you know, 2020 has uh, definitely put your unstoppable skills to the test, I would say. Not sure why you would say that, but, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have my reasons. <laughs> so uh, when is the announcement for the winner going to be made? <laughs> Um, it's all on the website. <laughs> okay. Just... I have so many. I have so many dates in my mind for different things. So, I just think that I remember the deadline being December fourth. Right. Yeah. And um, so it should be. It is in December. I'm just not sure of the exact date. I want to say it's the nineteenth, but that might be a day or two, a day or so off, one way or the other. Um, yeah. But yeah. But anyways, I have, I have it on have my that. calendar. Yeah. It's a great contest, and we want people to enter that. Yes, and that, so we is, have that going on. That is sponsored by Level Eleven Ventures, which is a company that I started, and uh, we are working to uh, expand. And uh, this will be the first thing 
really. I mean, aside from the book sale of Love and Jello, this will be the next thing that we're doing, actually. So, uh, yeah, hoping, it's really exciting. Yeah, hoping to make it a uh, annual event, maybe bigger and better things next year. We'll see how it goes this year. <laughs> and I get great. I, I feel like the... I just feel like it's going to be really beneficial to the people that enter and uh, also a way for level 11 to give back to right. the community. And then this is a winner take all thing. This is not a, uh, you know, we don't have different divisions or anything like that. Um, it's basically the best one wins the prize. And uh, we, you know, that'll be decided by Kat and I and, uh, and our friend Mason Mitchell. That's who's, right. Who's agreed to help us. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, virtually unstoppable. Hope, uh, you know, hope to get some interesting entries and some good feedback about that. So uh, what else do we have? Let's see. I don't know. So, of course, we have, you know, Unstoppable, the book you're oh, working yes, on. Yes, yes. <laughs> But, um, you know, still slated to be out the beginning of 2021, which has basically been our target. And it looks like we're we're on track for that to happen. So, um, you know, it, the contest, I think, will be a good lead in to the premiere of the book. Yeah, yeah, it certainly will be. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, it, there's a lot to do, but uh, I think it'll go well. So. Yes, as do I. As do you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else that we forgot? Uh, uh, probably, but I think that's a good place to lead into, you know, Love and Jello and our backstory. Alrighty. All right. So, Love and Jello, of course, um, the book that's out on Amazon. Uh, it has a character named Dawn. And uh, Don is famous for going to Henry Ford High School. <laughs> uh, in fact, you know, he would probably say that the most intelligent among us um, graduated from there, including himself. <laughs> so, uh, um, there, there actually is a Don and there actually is a Henry Ford High School in Michigan, so. Yeah, probably lots of Dons, um, you know, from yeah. there. Yeah, um, But, you know, we, we have this character in the book, and that's where he went to high school. And so um, that's kind of the backstory, because Henry Ford, who, of course, was a real person, um, you know, he, he has a quote, and we thought the quote would be a great uh, backstory for our episode, so and that's kind of how this episode um, came to be, or is coming to be. So I'm going to tell you the quote, and then Matt, um, if you could give us your thoughts on it, and we'll start the episode 17 from there. All right, so Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Uh, yeah, he was pretty much correct on that. Uh, you know, people's perceptions of, of uh, th you know, the things that they think they can or can't do, um, you know, that drives them to do the things that they do, I guess. Uh, if you think about it, I mean, if you 
tell yourself you can't do something, then you're probably not going to, or, I mean, I guess you wouldn't, you wouldn't even attempt it, right? Well, you know, so we, we wanted to, when we were talking about this episode, we, we realized that, um, you know, there may be opposites, opposite viewpoints presented, um, and I'm, Wait. I'm more of a middle ground person. <laughs> you mean there's an opposite viewpoint besides mine? Um, you know, I, I always agree with you, but, um, <laughs> for the sake of this episode, we will say that, um, you know, it's good for someone to present maybe a little different opinion. I see. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, while I think that it's probably true in many cases, um, I have always had kind of an issue with this this mindset that um, you know if you think something you can make it happen like as a given uh, I have like I, I don't really buy into that well I mean so, it, it, it's not an absolute I mean like I guess it's you know that's part of the problem with you know uh, people's expectations of something like if they think they're going to, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, uh, let's let's talk about like weight loss, right? So they want to lose 50 pounds, but they, you know, they may or may not do it. I mean, just because you say you're going to doesn't mean that you're actually going to. But you could. Um. So you know that part would argue then that the quote's not really that accurate right um i would say that it can be accurate i mean if you so if you say you want to lose 50 pounds right and you um don't do anything in order to make that happen then you're not going to but if you constantly tell yourself that you can't do it because of whatever reason i mean you may achieve it but it would be really difficult i think but i mean wouldn't it be true that i could think you know i'm gonna go on a diet so i'm gonna do some work now i'm i'm not gonna think that it's really gonna be that successful but I'm still, you know, I'm going to give it a try. Maybe it's because it's New Year's and it's a resolution or your friends are, you know, encouraging you or whatever. Um, so in my mind, I could be thinking, you know, this is going to be another failure. Um, but if I put in these actions, even though I'm thinking every day this isn't going to work, you know, I mean, I'm going to step on the scales and probably find that I am losing some weight. Right, but... <clears throat> will you meet your goal? I mean, you may lose some weight, but will you meet the 50-pound goal that you've set for yourself? I mean, well, I, you know, I think the as you go along then with that encouragement, your mindset might change um, to where, yes, you know, I think I can. Um, but I, even if your mindset doesn't change, I think if you kept doing the work, you would meet the goal, whether that was your mindset or not. So, 
you know, like I said, I'm not convinced on this one, but um, I I have noticed that it sells a lot of books and um, yeah, like self help is uh, you know, that's one of those things like um, personal finance and uh, you know. Um, yeah, like, you know, if you believe that you're going to be a millionaire in a year or whatever, it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, I was think I, I was I was saying more like personal finance and self-help and things like that. Those are some of the most oh. popular, uh, you know, I guess, genres of books and things like that that are out there. Um, so you heard it first on backstory sessions. If you believe, you can achieve. <laughs> I would say I would say it's generally true. You have a better you have a better shot of achieving your goal if you believe that you can do it, as opposed to kind of being wishy washy about it and saying, "Well, maybe I can, maybe I can't." Um, but if you you know if you're if you're constantly telling yourself, no, I can't, then the odds are certainly stacked against you. All right. Well, so, you know, throughout this episode, I, I have just some, they're not all quotes, but just some little um, statements, I guess, to see, like, do you agree with them or disagree? And, and so what you just said kind of builds on to this next one. You know, do you think that, like, energy attracts like energy so that you know if you're expecting good or best things to happen then you're putting out an energy of that and that energy is attracting the good positive energy that's out there and bringing it back to you so that you're moving towards the positive goal and the goals positive energy is moving towards you and you're gonna like you know, collide and hopefully in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that that is that, you know, there may be, a, I don't know. I don't necessarily believe in that. I think, um, you know, usually when you set a goal and, you know, you want to try and do something to better yourself, um, life will conspire against you to try and make you fail I mean um, it'll like you know here's a we'll go back to the weight loss thing you know um, so you're you start your diet and you're doing well and you know all of a sudden somebody says hey let's go out to eat or whatever and then you know you run into all these obstacles like you know there's cake at work because it's somebody's birthday or there's um you know your car breaks down and you can't get to the gym or uh you know uh you get sick and your plans get derailed so all these things conspire against you i would say and the biggest thing is you have to figure out what you want to do first like you know you want to lose 50 pounds I mean and then um, you need to work through all these different scenarios and problems that may arise and figure out how to combat that because I mean like I said life is going to conspire against you 
to not be able to achieve that goal because it's uncomfortable and it's different and it's uh you know it it's it's not the norm for you so i mean you're going to be your own worst enemy in some ways and then outside forces are also going to be working against you at least that's how i generally see things um so so you don't think that you're positive like you don't think you put off an energy into the world such as if you have a positive attitude or a negative attitude you don't think that that has any impact on what's going to happen i don't i don't think it has any i don't think the the positive energy in the world if there is such a thing i don't think that that has anything to do with it i think it's more your attitude like i'm going to do this i'm going to succeed and you know it doesn't matter what you know what happens or what other people say or what you know or any of that i mean i think your positive mental state like that you're going your commitment to the you know your commitment to the end goal i think is what will get you through but your commitment um how how do you know that that commitment is not the form of energy that's moving out there and moving your goal closer to you i mean it's kind of all the same in, in some ways as the positive and negative but you know how do you know it isn't an energy force how do i know personally <laughs> i don't yes <laughs> i don't because like all i'm concerned is all i'm concerned with is like my energy and and what i'm putting out there and my effort um i i'm not so concerned with like i, I don't believe like there's, you know, that the forces of good and evil conspire to, you know, help you along, I guess. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. Okay, <laughs> so does, does it make sense to you that, let's say, you are a total stranger walking down the street and you decide that you're going to put off a positive energy you're going to smile you know at people or wave or look friendly and approachable um is that energy that you put off as as others look at you um is that energy going to draw them into you and think oh you know that's a pretty positive um approachable person and i'm gonna smile back or i'm gonna okay yeah okay. i can see that but I mean, it, it could also work the other way where, you know, you may be thought of as, you know, like when, so <laughs> you're walking down the street and you see someone who's like smiling and, you know, uh, who seems approachable and whatever. And you can think one of two things, either hey, that person, you know, they got have a good attitude or whatever, or, you know, that person is like, what the hell's wrong with them? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, is it like a Ronald McDonald smile or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Is> like... 
or <laughs> Je- Jeffrey Dahmer smile kind of thing. Did he smile? I don't know. Well, I mean, he, he drew people in, so I don't know if that's good yeah. or bad. So, you know, I mean, I guess if you're going to be a serial killer, probably being approachable would be helpful good i mean you know for your goal but still you know and so but but then like let's say you're the same person and you decide you know you're gonna look down you're not gonna make eye contact you're gonna not you know just like you you can tell when you just want to be left alone uh, and i think others can tell that like so are you if you send off that kind of energy is you know, are you going to just, like, go through your day without anybody speaking to you or any opportunity to maybe meet a new person that could be a, a good connection for you as far as a job or, you know, other uh, something that you might need? Uh, I'm you know. so, I suppose, but um, there, you know, there's... Uh people who are introverts and extroverts i mean i don't know that someone who's introverted would be you know necessarily affected by that i mean because their goal is to like be left alone i mean i don't think it would have any effect on them achieving their goals if you know if they were being introverted and like you know, putting off that get the hell away from me vibe or whatever. I mean, maybe they're just focused on what they're doing. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm I'm mixed on this one again because, uh, and you'll find that's <coughs> how I am mostly. But you know, I think the danger of it is is hearing that. You know, you just have to off the right energy and the universe is going to bring the good things to you i mean to me there's like so many things that that could harm you and thinking that way um you know like you could think i'm gonna not have this surgery or i'm not gonna take this drug because you know, I'm going to put my positive energy out there and the universe is going to send healing to me. Yeah, there's... there's And you could die. There's a difference between... (laughs) There's a difference between positive, you know, trying to remain positive and then being a little bit overconfident in that the universe is going to provide for you somehow. I mean, in some cases, it's just foolish. But, you know, people write books about it, um, you know, like you, you be confident and you can have this mansion or you can drive this car or, you know, this person will fall in love with you or they'll go out with you. But, it, um, but if you were, if you were actively pursuing that goal rather than waiting for the universe to provide that for you you would be much better off and you would achieve it much faster. All right. So, um, you know, on this topic of the energy of the universe that you're putting out and getting back, um, you know, you're not, you don't sound like you're so bought into that as being yeah, no. plausible. Okay. No. 
All right, well, what about this one? Success or failure in almost anything starts from within. Oh, 100%. I mean, you're the one who has to do the work, and you're the one who has to... You're the one who has to decide that there's, you know, something, some change that you want to make or some goal that you want to attempt or whatever. I mean, all that is from within, I would say. I mean, certainly other forces or other things may force you into that, like uh, getting a diagnosis of, you know, your... If you don't do something soon, you're going to be diabetic or, you know, you're going to, you know, you're headed towards a heart attack or something like, you know, something along those lines. Um, But I think, yeah, definitely everything starts from within, whether it's unhappiness with a situation or, um, uh, (coughs) excuse me, that's, that's generally why people start, you know, on a journey to achieve a goal is they're unhappy with something about themselves or whatever. Um, And it just may be that you always wanted to try something or whatever, but you have to make the decision to do that. So, yes, I believe 100% it comes from within. All right, but do you feel like that you could um, do all the right things from within and still fail? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, just because you, you know, you want to be a, uh, you want to play football in the NFL does not mean that you're going to. I mean. So what do you say to those people that say, yes, um, you know, you could play in the NFL if you wanted to badly enough? Um, I would say that the odds of achieving that goal are very, very slim i mean if you think about all the people who you know who play high school sports and you know go to college and play all through college and then get drafted or whatever i mean that number is is significantly low um you yeah i mean i would say that you need to manage your expectations But you must know of some cases where people have said, no, don't do this. No, don't do this. You can't do this. And the person didn't listen and they did it. That's true. I mean, uh, there are, you know, there are instances of things happening like that. Um, I would say that most people would not have the uh, I don't want to say energy because we just talked about that but (laughs) (laughs) Um, most people would not have the drive to uh, you know to do what it takes in order to ignore the naysayers and do it anyway I mean uh, a lot of people you know they give up the first time they're told no I guess. Right. And some people don't even try to get told no, you know. Right. And that's, you know, that's another issue entirely. But, I mean, as far as, like, people, you know, um, what I would say to people who are told that you can do anything that you want and whatever, I would say that you have to manage your expectations. 
based on you know based on the rea reality of achieving that or the reality of achieving a certain goal like playing in the NFL or whatever I mean you have to go into it knowing that the odds are way stacked against you and then you have to be willing to do the work that you need to do in order to get there and you still may not achieve it for whatever reason because there are um you know there's things about that that are out of your control i mean you could be you know you could be a great player and have good skills and you know all that and still you're you're not gonna you know you may not get a chance to even like go to the combine or you know whatever but is that because the, you didn't send off the energy so the universe could bring <laughs> that opportunity to you? No, I would say because somebody in a booth somewhere uh, looked at, you know, looked at films of you playing or something and decided they were going to pass. I mean, it doesn't mean that you'll never get there. It just means that you're, you know, again, the odds are really astronomically small that you're going to achieve that and as time goes on and you get older it certain they certainly go down even more i would think so but what if like we're talking about you know this coming from within this drive or whatever to achieve goals so what if it's the people that ignore the odds or ignore the no's and they keep going is that really what makes someone reach the goal? It, it depends. I guess, it, you know, not everything is like, um, not everything is so cut and dried. Not everything is so, you know, if you do X, you're going to get Y or, you, you know what I mean? It doesn't work that way. I mean. So how does it work? Well, <laughs> I mean, you there's a lot a lot that goes into it i mean you, you can't just say i want to be a nfl football player and then expect that you're going to do that i mean in maybe if you know the in the right situation that's a possibility but i don't think that yeah i, I just don't think it's realistic to expect that you're going to I think you had alphabet soup today with all these X equals Y and so forth <laughs> things. Yeah. And all these other <clears throat> things that have to lead into it. So um, <laughs> the truth is coming out on this soup. It was not, it was not uh, alphabet soup. It was potatoes and corn and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, so could we agree then that there are some people who are more inclined uh, to set goals internally uh, than others? Um, yes, I mean, like, uh, I, I set a lot of goals for myself, and, you know, uh, I may get a week into them and realize that, you know, I'm not moving towards that, so I have to refocus and recommit to the, what I'm trying to do. Um, I don't know that I, 
I don't know that I approach it the right way. I mean, you know, maybe I should be writing things down and, you know, there's a whole theory as far as that goes and, you know, like writing things down and envisioning like the process and the end result and all that. Um, I don't know that, uh, yeah. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if, if you think that there's, you know, there are some people that just naturally it's within them to set goals and other people, uh, it's not a natural thing. They they just really don't um, think about goals. It's not a part of them to to internalize goals. Um, I think we set goals all the time. I mean, I think everyone does, whether they think about it or not. Um, you know, one goal could be like uh, waking up at a certain time or, you know... Um, <clears throat> remembering to wear pants you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean that could you know some some people need to set like small goals (laughs) yes if you are not wearing your pants you need to put that on the goal list after this podcast yeah um what kind of people do you know (laughs) I mean, if you're, you know, if you're asking me if there are goal setters and people who don't set goals, sure. But, I mean, I think, you know, we all have some goal of, you know, or some expectation of our lives. I mean, most people do, I would think. All right. Well, this one kind of leads into that. Belief in yourself. Um how important is that and do you believe that's going to create a domino effect of positive if you have a positive belief in yourself well this goes back to your original quote of henry ford and if you think you can uh, how does it go read that again (laughs) whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right yeah so there you go i mean um if you yeah i just yeah a positive mental outlook is definitely necessary all right well so let me ask you this because uh, this is an example you know somebody i know and uh something she said that's kind of stuck with me about this um so she envisions herself um as very confident very beautiful and um, that she would be able to attract any man that she chose, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, um, she will say also <clears throat> that, you know, um, she at some time may not have been viewed as if you were like had her lined up with some other women. You know, uh, people might not pick her out immediately as the most beautiful if, if they were just, you know, looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but the belief in herself that she is the most beautiful uh, has made her, in fact, the perception of those around her. Um, she's able to change their perception of her into the most beautiful because of the way she sees herself. So is that true, do you think? 
Uh, are we able to influence um, the, the perceptions of others just in the way that we see and believe about ourselves? Well, uh, there's a there's another quote <laughs> that uh, that says um, uh, oh, I I said this the other I I put this on somebody's Facebook page the other day. Um, the view the view of the world. No, let's see. I'll have to look that up. The, um... <clears throat> oh, the way, the way that we view the world changes when... The way the, the world views us. <laughs> I'm just yeah. trying to guess here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, crap. I'll have to, like, we'll have to edit this part, but, um... The way the world views us changes when the way that we view ourselves changes. It's the way is what it is. Okay. Um, I think there's, you know, I think there's a certain truth to that. I mean, like, uh, if you view yourself in a certain way, then others may view you similar similarly <laughs> um whether it's true or not i mean who's to say you know well I mean? on this podcast me and you are so. <laughs> well no i mean whether whether what your your view of yourself like this woman thinks she's beautiful or whatever i mean who's to say that she is or she isn't other than her Right? I mean, her friends can say, you know, oh, yeah, she is or whatever, but are they saying that because she is or are they saying that because, you know, they just don't want to piss her off because she's like some psychotic woman who, you know, I'm beautiful, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> who's trying to convince the world that she is, you know what I mean? Um, so, well, I mean... I would think the 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 men are not going out with her, um, you know, for that reason. So I mean, this is kind of her little social experiment, I guess. Um, but she really she really buys into the fact that the way you present yourself, based on your belief, uh, uh, can change the perception. Well, I think you know the way that you view yourself probably makes you act in a certain way and that may you know may you know people may think oh well you know she's at least confident <laughs> 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 and, and you know and that's attractive i guess to some people i mean i don't i don't know i mean i don't know that like you know just because you say you're beautiful that you are i mean i know women who don't think they are but they are and I know women who think they are and they're not I mean <laughs> <laughs> no I mean like they're you know they're they may be beautiful but their attitude sucks or they may be uh, not 
not beautiful and think that they are like they're just conceited or whatever um you know there's all kinds i i don't just because you say you are does not make it true okay um well you know some people out there would disagree with you and so that's um oh i mean you're we're talking like so this is internal dialogue that you have with yourself versus external like right like your your view of yourself is you know your opinion of yourself is pretty high because like you think i'm i'm beautiful so everybody else thinks i am i mean you may be deluding yourself but um it doesn't make it it doesn't make it more true if you're not i mean uh, but after a while doesn't perception become the truth um Perception and reality uh, rarely are in sync. I mean, we tell ourselves things all the time, and you know that may or may not be true. It, you know, there's more to it than just like believing it and and it being true. It's not. It's not. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> I mean, so, but, I mean, are you saying it'd be better if she would just say, well, I'm ugly? No, I mean, it would it would be better if she managed her expectations. I mean, so, I mean, beauty is, is subjective, is it not? I mean, like, you know well it must be because you're just you know you said about your friends that you <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it is it's like you know who's to say like i said it i said it be, like a couple minutes ago like who's to say whether someone is beautiful or not i mean so there is no truth in basically to that perception i I don't think so. I mean, like, beauty is, is subjective. I mean, think of, like, a, a painting, all right? Like, um, you know. The Mona Lisa. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think it's, it's, you know, the woman in it is beautiful, and others are just like, no, she's kind of plain, you know? What do you think? I don't know. I never really thought about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I, you know, we're, we're kind of getting off track. I mean, like, well, we, we are, except for, you know, like, like the people, like if enough people kept saying that is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in that painting, eventually uh, people may that even first looked at it and thought, oh, maybe not they might change their perception just based on like the truth then may become yes that is the most beautiful person um no i would not say that i would say that okay. there's cert a certain amount of people who might you know who might think that but i don't think that everyone would i mean you know look at our current 
our current well, uh, election climate. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and, you know, we don't generally speak of politics, but um, <laughs> it is true that perception uh, is very important, I think, in, in the way that you, the candidate that you choose to support this year. Um, I, I definitely think the perception of, you know, they're very different. Like two people can look at the candidate and see totally opposite things. Right. So perception that, is, yes. is very important. Um, As I so said, in that perception way, doesn't match reality necessarily. <laughs> right. It does not necessarily. But in achieving goals, um, it kind of is important. The perception. Your um, perception. Your perception of achieving your goal not your perception of someone else achieving theirs i mean but if you need other people to achieve your goal which is often the case give me an example um, um say so, so you have a product you know that you you want to market mm -hmm. so you may know it's the greatest tasting candy bar or whatever we'll say that because you know does it have first thing came it? to my mind but, you know, you need other people also to... Does this candy um, bar have fruit in it? Um, it could, or... <laughs> then it's not the greatest tasting candy. <laughs> okay, then, then it does not... It's fruit-free. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my perception. I mean, other people may love it. Well, so then, of course, you know, I'd have to market it in a way that the perception of it is... You know, the fruit is there for health benefits, but no taste, <laughs> you know, so, so the perception then, you know, you're going to have in your mind, well, I don't like fruit, but I can't taste the fruit. So this is, you know, otherwise this is healthy. It's great. So, so I do think in achieving goals, sometimes it is important, you know, perception is important and how you internalize that and then express it. I get, I guess. I guess it depends on the goal that you set. I mean, if you're if you're trying to achieve something like this woman is, where, you know, she wants everybody to think of herself as beautiful, to think of her as beautiful, then, yeah, obviously that's an external thing that um, she needs other people to buy into. Right, especially the men that she's trying to. Right. You know impressed but it so, doesn't it doesn't mean that she is i mean that's it's just perception but if they believe she is enough to go out with her or to you know to say they think she's hot or beautiful or whatever you know then isn't that really the re the only reality that matters for her I guess. So, I mean, right. <laughs> she's achieved her goal. I guess it, once the once exactly. men start, uh, once men start paying attention to her. So. Right. So you know, I, I, in that way, this could be very accurate. I think. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. I mean, there's like beauty. Like I said, beauty is subjective. Like you know, she could be. You know, people could. Some people could think she is, but. Is she really? <laughs> I mean, that is the question. Um, yeah. You know, and, and the answer is 
It's going to not be given by me, but... Um... <laughs> and the answer is that is that beauty <laughs> is subjective. So what you find, you know, what you find beautiful, I may not. And that probably would be the case. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say across the board, but I mean... Certainly, there are things that you like and things that I don't. I mean, that's just the way it. That's just the way it is. I mean, like fruit candy bars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or pineapple on pizza, or something like that. Right, you know, something strange. Uh, all right, so we have this one, um, and I, and I think you will agree with this one because it's kind of what you said earlier. Falling down is universal getting up and keeping going uh, is individual um yes i mean like uh this goes to the whole thing of how you react to things that happen i mean you can either let it just stop you in your tracks or you can say all right well you know i'm gonna move past this and just keep moving forging ahead I mean, everybody experiences setbacks, and how we respond to them is what determines whether we're going to succeed or fail, I would say. So, but do you think that some people get knocked down more than others? Yes, yeah, certainly. <clears throat> so in some ways it seems a little unfair that some people have to get up a whole bunch of times you know well i mean there's always the saying that life is not fair and it never will be i mean it, it's you know some people are they have better situations or they're starting from a better you know a better perspective or a better you know a better situation than someone else I mean, but everybody struggles with something. I mean, it's, it, again, it's like the losing weight thing, you know. Uh, some people may want to lose 50 pounds. Some may only want to lose 20. And they start, that's starting from a different, a different situation. Like, right, and some people would say, well, you know, it's going to be easier for the person that wants to lose 50 pounds because it's, you know, the more you have to lose, the faster you're going to lose it in the beginning. In the beginning, So they may yes. say, they may say, well, look, they've got an advantage. So um, that would be one way that you could take, you know, where perception, I think, again, uh, you know, how you perceive that could, um, could be a factor. Yeah, but they could both run into the same things that, like, you know, that stop them. Like, you know, their gym could burn down if they go to the same gym, you know. That's a problem. You have to figure out what to do about it. Um, you know, the person who has to lose 50 pounds could be, you know, they could have a bad leg or something like that, you know. Uh, and, it, you know, something that makes it harder. It, it, it's really just a... You know, there's no telling. There's an infinite number of disadvantages that some someone might start with. And whether it's, you know, 
easier for someone than someone else. I mean, sure, there's people who don't have as much to deal with or, you know, they have more time or they have more, you know, they don't have kids or things like that. But, mm, um, you know, people, some people have certain advantages or disadvantages and they have to overcome more in order to achieve their goal. Because there are some people um, that get knocked down just once, and they don't they don't get back up. No, they don't. I mean, that's you know they they just say, all right, well, uh, that didn't work, and you know, so what's the point? Right. <clears throat> and, and then you have some people that'll get knocked down, you know, fifty times, and fifty times, fifty one times, they're back up, trying, fighting. Well, that's the thing, you know, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people will just, they just give up after so many things. They're like, oh, I can't do this because, you know, there's just too many things that happen that they lose their, they lose sight of their goal. So do you think that the people that get up 51 times, are they born with that drive or... Is it mental only or I would say I would say it's mental. I mean learning to set and achieve goals is a learned skill. It's not like some people are born with it, some people aren't. I mean it doesn't (laughs) like Maybelline. Well, I mean it it may seem that way, but uh, you know, that is probably not true. Um well, you know that commercial I was referring to. Oh, yeah, I know. Maybe mm. she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Right. Uh, because besides songs, these are also. <laughs> <laughs> is Maybelline still in still in business? <laughs> well, I don't know if they are, but um, the jingle is still in my mind, so right. it must have been pretty effective. Yeah. You know. Um. E- so I don't know. I mean, I I often wonder about this. I do think that some people are just intrinsically like they have in them a they're born with or develop. Um, be, but I think it's a part of them. So I, I don't think everybody is created equal in that way. Like I don't think everybody could take a class on goal setting. And then everybody would um, follow through with it. I think I think you could spend a little bit of time with someone and be able to pinpoint who is going to make it and who isn't. Um, you know, I mean, barring like a truck running over them unexpectedly or, you know, some that's the something u- like that. That's the universe conspiring against them. <laughs> right. You know, if, if that should happen. <laughs> Bad energy. Um, but like in a classroom, when I used to have students, I often would think like, you know, what happened to, you know, what happened to these kids? And in my mind, I guess I would have some kind of perception of the ones I thought would make it in life and the ones I thought, you know, they're going to make it, but they're not going to do anything spectacular because they're happy with mediocre. They're happy with just getting by. And and I mean, I think you see it in a lot of areas. But Um, who's to say what is spectacular or mediocre? 
Uh, well, when I'm thinking it, I was saying it, you know, like, I, I think, again. But, I mean, what is, my... what's the definition of that? Uh, okay, well, what I would base that on, like, uh, the mediocre people, as I would see it, would be the ones, like, okay, my uh, printer, like, they had an assignment. My printer ran out of ink. So, you know, I, I'm not turning it in today. Uh, then I might have another student, their printer run out of ink, but they went to a friend's house. They got up early, came to the library that morning, printed it out. Um, they sent me an email and asked me, you know, what can I do? So I, it's that kind of effort, I think, that lets me know, like, when a problem comes up, you know, so let's say that translates later in my mind to their car won't start in the morning. So are they just not going to go to work that day? Or are they going to be the ones that like find an alternative way to get to work? Mm. So, so that's how it translates to me. Okay. And uh, the spectacular ones are going to be the, the problem solvers, the ones that don't let the, the problems keep them from whatever the, the goal is, but whatever I mean, that may be. But so you're, you know, you're saying that one would be, would go on to do spectacular things and the other one may, may only be mediocre, right? Uh, yes, mediocre in terms of, uh, of meeting goals, because if you are to believe what we just both were saying, that we believe that, you know, people are going to get knocked down in life. Right. Like, um, you know, falling down is universal. So if we believe that, then you have to believe that in our daily lives or throughout the months, you yeah. know, you're going to encounter like quite a few things that you didn't want to happen. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, the one who is, uh, you know, the one who you think is going to be spectacular could end up on drugs and, you know, the other one could end up owning a, you know, billion dollar software company. So you never know in that regard. Uh, if that happens, and I would say the energy of the universe, um, you know, sent them a dead uncle that left them in their will or something like that. Because as a rule, I don't think people change. Um, really? I mean, okay, not to say that they don't change at all. But if you have a lazy ethic, work ethic over your entire life, or let's say somebody does all of your work for you, mm -hmm. or they bail you out, or whatever the case, like if you never, if you never have to do anything, then, you know, you might win the lottery, uh, you might have somebody an inheritance, um, you might have a political connection that puts you in some kind of job where you don't have to do anything and you still get paid well. Jared Kushner. But, but, well, you know, people. Yeah. But barring those kinds of things, um, I definitely would want to be or put my money on if I was a betting person. Uh, you know, the kid that is looking for if this happens, yeah, I'm going to keep, you know, I'm right. going to keep trying. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it could go both ways, of course. Um, uh, especially with younger people. I mean, like, they could be 
very unmotivated as a younger person, a teenager or whatever. And then when, you know, and then as time goes on, they may find their motivation, you know. Uh, well, I like to think they did in my classroom. I think I was <laughs> motivating. <laughs> but also, you know, I feel like part of motivating was holding them to a standard. And, you know, like with drama students, I'll use this example because I think it's very important. You know, I, I love those kids because I, a lot of them I'd spend four years with. And that's a long time. I mean, you know, that, that really is a long time to spend. I almost felt like they were my own kids at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I loved them. I genuinely loved those kids. But, uh, you know, part of loving them is saying, you know, if you're having a problem and you want to talk to me, I'm, you know, I'll listen, I'll cry with you, I'll do, uh, I'll comfort you, whatever. Um, But if you don't have your lines memorized, I'll also replace you because, you know, business is business and, (laughs) you know, outside of that is outside of that. So tough love. Well, you know, I think it's fair. Yeah, Um, sure. In some, in, yeah, I mean, in some instances, sure. Uh, You know, being held to a standard certainly helps. Um, uh, You know, but really it comes down to their motivation of wanting to do well versus not. I mean, you know, with anything, you're the one who has to do the work. So, right. And suffer the consequence. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how life is. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, the kids that learn to do that better. Um, they probably did well. They probably did better in your class, I would think, than the ones who were just like, ah, yeah, well, <clears throat> I didn't get the assignment done, but, you know, I know my lines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I, I just, I do think that, that some people, I think perseverance is very important for life. I think it's a good life skill. And, yeah, um, sure. You don't want to just give up. I mean, what's what's the point of that? I mean, you know, everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people, you know, they, they're afraid to do something. You know, as kids were... You know, when we're really young, we do things, we try things, we, you know, we fall down, we get up, we try something else, we, you know, there's a lot of that. And then somewhere along the way, we lose that because we're worried about what other people think or, you know, at some age, it's decided that we shouldn't be doing that anymore or something. Um, So a lot of people, they just, you know, they don't do things because they think that they shouldn't be because it's because of how old they are or whatever. But then you have other people who like this woman, uh, Granny Opal, you know, she gets her degree at 92 years old. I mean, granted she started that and whatever, whatever the story was, but, uh, Oh, look, I mean, so there's, I'm glad you brought her up because there's that, proves my point you know she was in the orphanage so she didn't have a good beginning right she raised her hand at the opportunity of 
you know, we're looking for students who are athletes and who are smart. And she said, I'm both. I mean, she raised her hand. She took advantage of that opportunity. You know, she goes to college, gets mm-hmm. married. So she does that thing that her husband dies. Mm-hmm. I mean, but she, instead of like, she could have said, okay, well, you know, I'm a widow and I've got two kids or whatever to raise and I'm just going to, you know, right. That's my life. Life is right. Do. Life has right. just dealt me too much. And, you right. know, but she didn't. She got a job. She went on, uh, you know, and then did many more things. Well, that's the so, thing, you know, you, you, you can't give up. I mean, you know, you just got to keep moving forward. But how many people would give up? A lot of people would have given up if they were in the orphanage. They never would have raised their hand to go to college. Right. And, you know, is it something that's, you know, born into someone or is it like, it's really just the desire for something better. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, you know, a lot of people accept things the way they are, and they think this is the way it is, this is the way it's always going to be, and they don't do anything to change it, because they're, I mean, for lack of a better explanation, they get comfortable in it. Great. And just, um, it's easier to... <laughs> yeah, it's easier to stay where you are than to get out of your comfort zone, and you know, do something different. So, but the ones who are, are successful are the ones who realize that, you know, this isn't what they want and, you know, they, they want something better and they strive for that. Um, but I will say, so, you know, to like try to look at all the angles, you know, I, I do know people too, that nothing ever satisfies them so that's also like kind of another extreme of it is that they keep searching you know the target keeps moving so they achieve one thing and you know they think that's going to make them happy uh it doesn't so they you know so they're never satisfied like the grass is always greener and they're always moving towards goals that they think are going to make them happy and then they get that and uh, they just never can be satisfied or happy so um you know i think that's kind of uh, a danger as well why is it a danger um because they're not happy and they think that they will be like once i get that job i'm gonna be happy once i get that house once i get um you know that whatever um, but the but the happiness is in the doing it's not in the end goal uh, well it can be i mean yeah. there there can be a point where um you're happy in a job and then you know, you have other interests, but you're still happy in that job. But within, I mean, in that job, you you might think, okay, well, I'm an engineer and I'm doing what I want to do. And, you know, I like where I'm working, but, you know, maybe it would be nice to be a manager. So that's another goal. And it doesn't mean that you're unhappy there. It just means that you have, you know, you have more expectations of yourself. Uh, but then the danger becomes like if it never stops, I think. Why is that a danger? Well, um, you might have children that don't want to be moved around from place to place. Yeah, sure. Um, I suppose. I mean, you know, 
but I mean it, that. So maybe you should like delay your, you know, your pursuit of a goal, I guess, or delay some aspects of it. It doesn't mean you have to give it up. I mean, right. that's what a I lot mean, of people do. I, I think people are always, or hopefully are evolving, you know, and on different levels, but so it's, the same, just, it's the same thing. I've just seen people that think that they're going to be happy once something happens and then they get that and they're not happy. That's the, uh, again, like, that's the, that's the difference between perception and reality. And how they rarely meet. Well, I mean, did you ever, like, on Christmas, like, you would wish so hard for a certain gift and you get it. And then, because you think it's going to be, like, the greatest whatever. And then, like, five and minutes later, you wish. <laughs> end up playing with a box instead of the toy. Yeah. 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 yeah you know. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of that on a bigger scale, I guess. Um, yeah. Kind of a letdown of, you know achieving a goal and but expecting it <clears throat> but there's nothing wrong with you know setting a goal and and while you're moving towards it realize that you don't i mean people do it all the time like you know we'll go back to our school kid as an example you know they they start going to college and they think they want to be an engineer and they start going through all the classes and stuff and decide that they don't i mean is it wrong for them to say i don't want to do this i want to you know, I want to get into architecture. No, I, I don't think it's wrong for them. But then, if they get into architecture and they don't like that either, and you know, it's it's that kind of thing where you know they they want something new the minute they achieve the goal. It's who, not it. It doesn't matter anymore. But who's the who's to say it's wrong? I mean, like. You know, what, like you may think it's wrong, but to them, they're just, you know. Well, if they say they're unhappy. I mean, if, so. if they're unhappy, they're unhappy. They, they need to, you know, they need to find what it is that makes them happy. Maybe they don't realize what that is. And is, right. that, is that dangerous? I don't know. I mean, some people search all their lives for things that they never find. But is that, does that make them unhappy or does that make, you know, or does that make, like, I, don't, it, I mean, does that make them, like, less, uh, less successful or something than someone else? I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I would think happiness is, like, a big factor in if you would say you've had a successful life or not, um, or contentment maybe is a better word, but I mean, if you never feel like, if you never feel that, then it's like you're always searching and it's like, it's like a book that doesn't end and people hate those. Um, I don't know, I guess in, in my thinking, I always wanted to reach something that I felt, you know, happy. Like I, I felt Some, I did pretty good. That's your goal, um, yeah. 
But the, um, I mean, the, the, the real, you know, the happiness should be in the journey, not in the destination. I mean, you know, when you go on a road trip somewhere, it's not necessarily the destination or where you end up. It's, you know, all the crazy crap that happens on the way. Sure. You know, like 22 hours or so <laughs> on a 11-hour trip. Has that ever right. happened? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it did to somebody out there, and, they can, and they're probably saying, like, yeah, yeah, that's where all the fun was right there. Well, right, yeah. I mean, again, that's, subje- that's subjective. I mean, some people would love that. They'd be like, oh, you know, it, you know, we got there and it was like, oh, well, you know, we're at the beach or we're at the, we're, you know, at the mountain cabin or whatever. But on the way, we, you know. We saw a lighthouse. Or right. We yeah, saw yeah, exactly. Or like, um, you know, a bird, <laughs> a bird landed on the <laughs> antenna yeah, or something. Yeah, a butterfly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know. I or mean, we had an argument about where to eat or something like that. I mean, nobody ever does that. No, that that no. never happens no. in the world. So, yeah. uh, and especially now, I will, you know, it's, um, the choices are so limited anyway. So I think that's the good thing of COVID is it's cut down on a lot of those arguments and travel and, uh, you know, it's like a positive perception, I guess, of a bad situation. Um, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you know, it could make <laughs> people unhappy that they can't travel. Right. It, but they're, they're missing out on arguments. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Or the, or the, you know, butterfly landing on the antenna or whatever. Uh, right. I mean, yeah. So you see, um, I think perception, persistence, those are two keywords in goal setting. Yeah. Perception, for me. perception of your perception of reality of what it's going to take to achieve your goal, I think. And then yes. being persistent in pursuing that goal is I would say those two things are definitely very important wow I mean see we we really ended up on the same thought Um, (laughs) I know (laughs) all right good enough (laughs) click (laughs) you'll never hear it again so it's a good place to end yeah yeah for sure uh so yeah I mean, basically, I, I, I don't think in general we're, we're um, really that different in our thought processes about things. Um, but for the sake of a podcast, it's good to, you know, explore other. I, I think we have different approaches to things. I mean, you, I think you <laughs> would be more apt to believe in like the cosmic energy <laughs> and, you know, like the way things the universe and you know what you put out you get back and that sort of thing um whereas i would be more like you know just i just got to shut up and do it you know what i mean 
Um, but you would have to say I don't rely on the energy of the universe. Like I do work really hard as well. Oh too. yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that you don't you don't work hard. I'm just saying you would be more apt to you know attribute something to the you know the cosmic energy sort of thing. Where to me, it's like no, I did that. <laughs> you're always wanting all of the glory yes yes i'm an attention whore <laughs> you heard it right here folks it's very true yeah yeah <laughs> all right so uh as always uh we'll end with the usual uh if you have comments what is it comments complaints criticisms or anything like that you are to write to cat at iwriteplays at outlook.com if you love the episode and want to hear more <laughs> and just you know are enthralled by our commentary and all the good things that you have to say about it you can direct that to me at uh what is that attention whore <laughs> <laughs> attention <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, you can write to me at uh i think it is it? I, oh, it would be. <laughs> I have like five emails now, so I keep. Matt at level eleven. Yes, Matt at level eleven ventures dot com or what is the backstory sessions one? Uh, I think it's Matt at backstory sessions dot com. Yeah. Or I I'm think sorry. It is. No, it's backstory sessions at gmail dot com. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. So yes. Matt isn't part of that. You can just direct it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so Matt at, or yeah, Matt at level11ventures.com or uh, backstory sessions at gmail.com are the two emails that you can reach me at. Uh, and then cat at I write plays at outlook.com. Or yes. you can join the face, face bleh, join the face group. <laughs> join the Facebook group. I'm going to have to write all this crap down. Uh, join the face group. <laughs> Facebook group and uh, just message us there. <laughs> God, I'm such a retard sometimes. <laughs> no, don't say that word. Right, that sorry. Word not... yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm mentally challenged sometimes by all the stuff. The universe is not shining on you no, tonight. No, they are not conspiring to treat me well. That's what happens when you don't give credit to the energy. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. My perception and the reality are And you hear how things. clear my words are tonight, Sarah. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Remember, podcast verified. <laughs> All right.